Hello, this is Pastor Sam DeChico from the Concord Baptist Church of Wilmington, Delaware. We're so glad you could join us for today's broadcast. Concord Baptist Church is located at 2510 Marsh Road in North Wilmington. We presently have services Sunday morning at 11 o'clock and Wednesday evening at 7 o'clock. We also are online 630 uh, on Sunday evening and all of our services can be found on our Facebook page or you can go to our website conquerbaptistchurch.org we're also the home of Concord Christian Academy a school that goes from K2 through 12th grade so if you need more information about our church or school ministry visit our website conquerbaptistchurch.org of all the Old Testament heroes of the faith one of the greatest heroes is David and we're going to look at the life of David today as David is found in the Hall of Faith chapter in Hebrews chapter 11 as being one of the uh, people selected as, as an example of somebody that had great faith. As we look at the life of David, we start off by seeing that God was looking for a king to replace King Saul. Saul had been a failure as a king. His, uh, his reign was uh, filled with disobedience. And so God told Samuel to go and to tell Saul that his, his kingdom would end someday and that his, uh, his sons and, and those following him would not uh, become king, but God was going to look for somebody else. And in First Samuel chapter 13, uh, verse uh, number 13, and Samuel said, To Saul thou hast done foolishly, thou hast not kept the commandments of the Lord thy God, which he commanded thee. For now would the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever. But now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord hath sought him a man after his own heart, and the Lord hath commanded him to be captain over his people, because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. Notice the Bible says how that God sought for a man after his own heart. And certainly uh, Saul displayed that he was not a man after God's own heart. So God was looking for somebody who was closer to to, that had a heart for him. And as I think about this passage of Scripture, uh, we know that, of course, um, Samuel went to the house of Jesse, and uh, Jesse had eight sons. The first son, seven sons were there at home. All seven were not selected to be the next king, but David uh, came from the shepherd's fields, and he was the one that God's hand would be upon because he saw something in David that uh, would identify him as being a man after God's own heart. Well, as you read the Psalms, you'll see a, how the David truly had a, a heart for God and truly a man that, that desired to know God and to uh, fellowship with God. And all through the, the book of Psalms, as uh, David wrote uh, <clears throat> probably about half of the Psalms, uh, that specifically says that he was the writer, uh, we see that in his writings, he displayed how much he, he loved the Word of God. And uh, it say, he said it was his meditation day and night. And certainly for us to be a man or a woman after the heart of God, we have to get in touch with the Word of God and to, to love the Word of God and study it and meditate and memorize portions of it and make it become the central uh, aspect of our life. Uh, and, and see, for David to, to love the Lord, he had to love God's word. And for us to love the Lord properly, we too must love the word of God. Also, not only did David love the word of God, he loved to pray. And he describes that in the, in the Psalms, how that he cried upon the, uh, upon the Lord and the Lord helped him in, in days of trouble and lifted up his voice 
and cried unto God and prayed uh, all the time. And certainly to be a man after God's own heart, you have to be connected with God all the time. And to be connected with God means simply that we will uh, pray and seek his face. And not only was he a man of prayer, but he also loved to praise the Lord. Uh, he talked about how that uh, seven times a day he would praise the Lord. And uh, certainly David, uh, as we read in the Psalms, was, was filled with praise all the time. And as we draw close to God, we draw close to God through our time of praise. And if you want to have a, a heart after God, you have to worship him and praise him. And then David also loved righteousness. He speaks many times uh, through the Psalms how that uh, he loves the law of God and how that the word of God and righteousness was a, a, a very important aspect of his life and how that he would not even be around people that were sinners or, or, or unrighteous or wicked. And so uh, David was truly a man after God's own heart. But as we look at the life of David, of course, there's so much in the Bible uh, that describes all the events of David's life from his call into ministry all the way up through his death. But I want to pick out a couple of, of uh, situations in David's life that showed how that he had great faith in a living God. Uh, the, the most uh, probably famous story connected with David would be that of David and Goliath. And that story shows us the faith of a young man. Uh, the story unfolds how that David had come down from the, the, uh, the shepherd fields and his, his father had asked him to go down to where his brothers were. were. They were uh, gathered in the valley of Elah. It was there that uh, the Philistines' armies were, were gathered there likewise. And they had put up a challenge to Israel. They put forth their most mighty soldier, uh, Goliath. And uh, for 40 days, he challenged anybody to come and fight him and uh, they stated that if if uh, the Philistines would win then the Israelites would become their servants if Israel would win the Philistines would become their servants and so for 40 days uh, this this uh, uh, this big Goliath sends out uh, a message of challenge and he of course is defying Israel defying uh, all the people uh, that are standing there and afraid to fight him David comes and he uh, wants to know what's going on. He wants to know why this Philistine is defying the God of Israel. And uh, he asks the question, is there not a cause? Well, his brothers thought he was there just to, just to you know, be troublesome. And finally, as David uh, volunteered to uh, fight the, the giant, which took great faith, uh, Saul was afraid and all the other uh, mighty men were afraid. But David... Uh, uh, came and told Saul how that he would fight Goliath. Well, Saul immediately discourages him. He tells him that you're just a youth, and this man you're fighting, he's been a warrior since his youth. And, and so uh, uh, he tried to discourage David's faith. You know, there are times in our lives where we step out by faith and want to do something for God. And we need to be careful because there may be people that will discourage us and tell us why it can't be done and why uh, what uh, we want to do for God is, is not right or it's foolish. And yet faith sometimes defies the odds, defies uh, the challenges of, of logic. And, and so um, Saul, I'm sure, was looking out for David's sake and and uh, truly believed that he could not win this battle. But you see, David was a man of faith. And, uh, and so David's faith was not 
based on some hopes or wishes, but it was based on the living God. He then described to King Saul how that there was a day in which a lion and a bear had come out and attacked one of his lambs and had actually taken the lamb and it was in one of the animal's mouths and how that David went over and slew both of these animals barehanded. And, you know, uh, in essence, he said, if I could kill these two wild animals, a bear and a lion, certainly I can kill this Philistine. See, his faith was based on past experiences, what God had already done for him, how God had already answered prayers, how God had already protected him. And in our uh, everyday journey, we need to look back and see how God has protected us and shielded us from the devil and shielded us from harm and danger. And our past experiences, our answers to prayer, our victories we've had should propel us to uh, greater faith in the coming days. And so David's faith was based on past experiences. And then also David, as he uh, stood there and, and um, prepared to go into battle, he, he identified the source of his faith. He said that he was come to fight in the name of the Lord of the hosts. He came not on his own power, but on God's power, not in his strength, but God's strength. And so he, he called on God. He knew that God's power was available, and it was through the name of God. And so as he faced this giant, he realized that it was not he, him that was going to win. It was God that was going to win. And you know, as we face our giants in life, as we face uh, challenges in life, we have to realize that if we go in the name of God, if we go under God's name and in his protection and in his power, and we realize that we within ourselves are not able to defeat anybody or anything or, or the enemies, and uh, we call upon the name of the living God. And then David, as he... Uh, goes to 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 attack this this giant uh the giant of course uh is is belittling david and and making fun that he was coming after him with these stones and a slingshot and he even suggested what am i a dog that you come after me with these sticks and uh david uh, described to goliath exactly what was going to happen he said he how that he was going to defeat him how he was going to cut his head off and how that uh, the 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 philistines uh you know would would lose that day I like his his confidence, uh, and he expected a miracle. He didn't go there and 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 hope and wish. He he spoke boldly, and he spoke with 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 conviction. How that God was going to bring forth a victory, and you know our faith is wrapped around uh, the fact that we we believe that God can do a great work. Well, we know how the story ends, don't we? We know how David killed the giant. He just with one stone. We see, we know how that David did behead the giant. We did know. Uh, we we know how that uh, Israel won that day, and uh, we know how that God showed up in a mighty way. And so, a man of great faith. Well, this propels David uh, in the eyes of many, and uh, Saul makes him a general in his army. And David now is a, f- a fear, a fearless warrior, and he is commanding the armies of Saul and and uh, defeating the enemies. And, and the women of the day had a little song that they would sing. They would say how that Saul has killed his thousands, but David killed his ten thousands. Well, this caused greed and, and, and covetousness and pride and, and, and welled up in the heart of Saul. And now he, he, he realizes David is going to be his, his successor. He realizes that David is a, is, is a better man. And, um, and so he tries now to kill his uh, his loyal servant David. David had 
played the, the, the harp for Saul whenever Saul would go into his depressive state. The evil spirit would come upon him. And, um, you know, David was on the run all the time from King Saul. Saul tried to kill him. And on two occasions, David had an opportunity to retaliate and kill Saul. But in both cases, he, uh, he identified to Saul that he could have overthrown him and, and killed him, but he proclaimed that he would not touch God's anointed. You know, as we look at this story, we see how the David had faith to believe that God was going to set him up someday and remove Saul, and that he did not take matters into his own hands. It's so important not to try to run ahead of God and try to do uh, what we think is best and, and, and not wait on God. And you see, that's all the aspect of faith. We have to trust God and wait by faith that God is going to work out the details. And certainly God did as, as Saul eventually was killed in battle and uh, David then became the king of Israel. At the end of David's life, he desired to build a temple. And he came to God and he asked God, would you allow me to build a place of worship, a place where you can dwell? And God told him that he would not be able to do that. And, and, and because he was a man of war, he had shed much blood and uh, it just would not be right for him to be the one that would build the temple. And so he, he promised David that his son would build a temple. And so at the end of David's life, he by faith gathered together all the, the uh, material so that his son could build a temple. And certainly Solomon would build a great temple. And uh, what this shows us is that uh, even towards the end of his life, he had great faith that, that he was preparing for the next generation. I hope today, uh, as we look at the life of King David, we'll see a great man of faith and it may inspire us likewise to be men and women of faith.